When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. USA Today has come out with their projections for records of all 32 NFL teams. So if you want to know how your team's going to do in the NFL season, ask me because I know. That's why when I get so mad, when I'm that old man yelling at clouds for their tabloid trash journalism and I'm threatening to cancel my subscription, this is why I don't. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the RP Show on this Wednesday, hump day. Going to be a great day. Everyone is, but this one is particularly special, especially for the football fans, uh, CFL, NFL. I know we've been heavy hockey the last couple of days, but uh, a lot of gridiron talk today with some big names. I'm looking forward to it. Coming up, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, Brad Shams, going to be with us later on here in hour one. The owner, Jarrah. Jared Jones spoke to the media yesterday in advance of training camp. I want to get Brad's take on that. And from AM 770 CHQR Calgary, Jock Wilson, Calgary sports legend and pre- and post-game host for the Calgary Stampeders as they line up for Canada's Game of the Week this week against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Let's bring in the Moose now, if you don't mind. He's in the NHL's uh, great hair. Uh, the guy that said that, Ryan Leslie, was on the radio this morning uh, here in Calgary. I guess we should continue with that usual thing. Here's what they're talking about today, Calgary Sports Radio. Take a wild stab, Moose, what they're talking about sports <laughs> radio in Calgary today. Um, I'm going to guess the Stampeders. No, I'm kidding. It's ah! Kachuk and Gaudreau. It has to be. Of course, of course, of course. It's fun. Uh, Yeah, they're loving my shirt. Thank you, Pinks. Uh, Todd Pinkney, one of our P1 Priority One viewers chiming in. The Bumblebee. Are you talking about me? It's actually Darren got me this. It's more of a line tennis ball looking color, but it doesn't really come across on television. I'm like, I can bust this thing out. The last time I wore it was when Tim Hunter was down here. And that was prior to the Calgary Stampede, so it was been a couple of weeks. Um, let's hit the quick six show horn, if you don't mind, uh, Director Jordan, and let's get down to it. Uh, where, do we, where do we start? Number one, George Springer's sixth inning Grand Slam lifted the Toronto Blue Jays over the St. Louis Cardinals 10-3 Tuesday night to extend Toronto's win streak to seven games. Vladdy had a two-run homer in the first for Toronto. Alejandro... Kirk added a solo home run. The Jays and Cards play again today at Rogers Center. You can get the scores and the sports talk anywhere, but where do you get this kind of talk? Moose, we were here last night for the buffet at the Great Eagle. They didn't call it this, but they could have. Can you imagine? Beef night on the buffet. (laughs) I bring this up because it was 3-3 
when we left Gray Eagle, and by the time we got home, Springer had already hit the Grand Salami and it was over. But anyways, beef ribs, prime rib, ginger beef, beef stew, beef stroganoff. Can you imagine? <laughs> beef night! I think the reason they didn't say it as that, they know people would have stampeded down the doors and the Grey Eagle would have been reduced to rubble today with people stampeding their way in to get 4A Alberta beef. But they wait until you're gone to have the yeah. best buffet they've ever had. Unbelievable, my friend. Unbelievable. Yeah, you were telling me about that this morning, and it makes me wish that I was there because I can see all those different beef dishes just lined up along the wall. Uh, not to mention pork ribs and chow mein and all the – oh, <laughs> Calgary's best buffet right here at Grey Eagle. Uh, by the way, on that game last night, the Jays, a sign held up by a family member that read, Welcome back, Grandpa, was just one of the many special moments the Blue Jays and thousands of baseball fans welcomed longtime broadcaster Buck Martinez back to Rogers Center. The 73-year-old Martinez stepped away from the booth in mid-April after being diagnosed with cancer. He has since completed his treatment. He went through that in Florida. And uh, again, I don't know if you caught any of the game. Buck looked and sounded great. I said to my buddy Corey, I turned to him, I said, who's the greatest Blue Jay ever? Spawned quite a discussion. Um, and I would throw Buck in there only because he started with a player as 81. He went on to manage the team, broadcast for the team. There's not a lot of guys that have done that. I still put Robbie Alomar as the greatest Blue Jay ever. I know there's a lot of people that would not agree with that. But I would put Buck in the conversation for longevity, contributions to the franchise, who is your greatest Blue Jay ever? Oh, boy. Yeah. Your names go to Alomar. They go to Joe Carter and those guys. Roy Halladay stands out to me as one of the greatest Blue Jays ever. Roy Halladay. Um, he was an ace on the hill for a long, long time and, you know, really brought an identity to that team. Carlos Delgado was another guy that I grew up watching with the Jays. So those are two guys I'd put at or near the top of the list. Stephen and Warman says day number four. Of three weeks off. Should I enjoy my morning coffee watching the RP show or listen to John Gormley? Looks like this show won. And he goes on to say, by the way, you guys need a coffee sponsor. Well, we had one. Shouldn't be too hard to get another one. And uh, for those that don't know across the country, John Gormley is the what? Rush Limbaugh of Saskatchewan? The Tucker Carlson of Saskatchewan? I will guarantee you, Stephen and Warman, you'll have more fun here. Um, hold on to your bingo cards, everybody. I'm getting to bingo. it. C.C. Walker in Manitoba watching says, Good morning, all. The game of the week is Stamps Bombers. No doubt. Go Blue. Um, patience, Grasshopper. Patience. Because I'm not done with the Blue Jays yet. For you Eastern Canadians, you people in Eastern Canada... This is when we love the Blue Jays. When they're winning. And they're 8-1 and one under John Schneider, the new manager. And uh, I could sit here for two hours and ask the viewers and you, Darren, what is he, what is he doing? What is he doing? And uh, right, what has he changed? The one thing they said Charlie Montoyo was a player's coach, and I'm sure that he was, but for whatever reason, he was fired. This was a great team. We could all see it that wasn't winning, so you fire the coach. That's pretty simple. Even I know that. But uh, did, did I say, did you watch much of the game last night? Because Vladdy's dancing. He's got everybody dancing in the dugout. It seems like he's just letting people be themselves 
And maybe Charlie Montoyo didn't do that. I don't know. I'm not in that dugout. Arash is coming on tomorrow, so maybe he can answer that question. But there's something, a je ne sais quoi. I don't know what with the Toronto Blue Jays. What do you think John Schneider's doing with this team so right? I don't know, to be honest. I'm with you. Like, you know, it has to be culture. It has to be in that clubhouse. And perhaps it's just, you know, a new message and, you know, getting a refocused group. What will tell me if John Schneider's a good manager and if this team has a chance to be, have success and if he's a long-term solution on the bench is what happens when this team does lose a few. Because we know te- they, they go in streaks and they're going to win seven. They might win 10. They might win 15 or 20 games in a row. Probably not. But when they drop a couple or they lose their first series under John Schneider, what will be the message then and how quickly can they get out of it? They call it the dead cat bounce. The PETA people would call it the fed cat bounce. So you just said it right. However, uh, how, we'll see how long it goes. I was smiling because somebody pointed out to me that it is the original Moose DuPont's birthday. Not yours, oh. Darren, but the, the guy that I nicknamed you after, Moose DuPont. 1970s Philadelphia Flyer and our guy Joe Watson put that on uh, Twitter uh, acknowledging his former teammate by the way this portion of the warm-up brought to you by Edo Japan Edo Japan's fast and friendly service plus online ordering options is easy and convenient when you're on the go Edo Japan we're only down to point two we got a lot to get to today The Edmonton Elks made a significant roster upgrade on Tuesday by acquiring national punter John Ryan from the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Hamilton will receive a conditional eighth-round pick in the 2023 draft in exchange. The 40-year-old Ryan, lordy, lordy, look who's 40, John Ryan, played 28 games over the last two CFL seasons with the Rough Riders. He spent 12 seasons in the National Football League where he won a Super Bowl in 2014 with the Seattle Seahawks. I have written here, Darren, in all caps, John's legacy. I've been good friends with him for a very long time. He's, for years, held that John Ryan Charity Classic in Regina, which would include a golf tournament, a stand-up comedy night, concerts. Johnny does it big! And for that, he called me in to help run it. And it's been so awesome. And I'm wondering, now, now you're looking at John, three teams in two years three and three, whatever, and he's bouncing around at the end of his career. But it doesn't make him look bad. His agent's probably watching right now because he watches every day in Toronto on uh, Rogers Cable on Game Plus TV. And I know your mind's rolling around here. If John's happy and he's doing it for the love of what he wants, then it's great. And that's exactly what he's doing because he doesn't need the money. I kind of, we haven't talked about this for a long time, but it's a lot like this show. People look, oh, Rod's doing a talk show. Oh, that's too bad. But Rod's happy. Rod doesn't need the money. Rod's doing it for the love of broadcasting. Rod's happy. John Ryan seems happy. He could have retired as soon as he left the NFL. He just wants to punt. If you can make a few bucks for it on the side, why not? He's riding it till the wheels fall off. There's something about that I respect. How about you? Yeah, I respect it, too. If you want to still play, your body's still good, and, and you have more to give, you got to give it. Because if you shut down you know, your career before you want to, 
you're going to live with that. It's going to gnaw at you, and you won't have that chance later to come back and play. I just saw a social media post, and it was you know, reminding us of this very thing. And you tossed about his legacy. I don't think this affects John's legacy whatsoever. And the post showed some players. If you remember, and you probably, you know, you will, but, you know, some fans might not. Sergei Fedorov played with the Anaheim Ducks. Mike Medano played with the Detroit Red Wings. Detroit Red right? Wings, yes. Gretzky played in St. Louis. I mean, they showed all these players that had played in places, and we don't remember that at all. So when we look at John Ryan's legacy, we're not going to remember him signing briefly in Hamilton and getting traded to Edmonton and all of that. You look back on the career and we'll remember it for what it was, a fantastic career. So play as long as you want with whoever will take you. And that's what he's doing, and I respect it. And I wonder what, how the viewers feel about that. I hope they look at it the way that I am. John's playing for the love of the game. But I'm sitting there going, his wife, Sarah, wonderfully beautiful person inside and out, Sarah Kalanick. Comedian, actress from Los Angeles. She's not with him, so John's like John's playing and she's in LA. They're together, but they're not together. So he's probably sitting in a one bedroom condo in Hamilton and it's like, John, you've been traded to Edmonton. He, <sighs> like I can't imagine he's overly happy with having to pack all his stuff up and move to Edmonton, but that's the life of a pro pro athlete, particularly a CFLer. And I think you nailed it. Nobody's ever going to remember this at the end of John's career. They'll probably, his nieces and nephews will remember him, his time with the Rough Riders. But I remember him rolling in to the Wascana Golf and Country Club. He was still with the Seahawks at the time. And I'm there doing my radio show, about to MC the supper, whatever I was doing. John rolls in in this uh, Escalade. He's in the back. I don't even know who his driver was. I think it might have been his mom, Barb. And he got out of the back, and it just, he just looks so fresh. You know how some guys just look like a pro? That's John Ryan. He just, class. So like I say, he could have retired after his NFL stint. He wants to keep playing. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, moving on to point three. We might as well do the what is the poll question today, and I've been negligent. I didn't put it up on Twitter yet myself, but thank you for Clark for putting it on YouTube. It is, what is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League? And aside from those that are fans of their own team, their own team's game's the game of the week, but to look at it from 35,000 feet, it's pretty clear what Canada's game of the week is. Uh, And your odds, well, not your odds. I do have the odds. We'll play deal or no deal tomorrow. Uh, Thursday, it opens with Montreal at Hamilton. Friday, BC at Sask. Saturday, Winnipeg at Calgary, and Sunday, Ottawa at Toronto. And uh, listen, for the Lions and Riders fans, it's that game. For the Argos and Red Blacks fans, it's that game. But if you don't have a rooting interest in Canada and you want to tune in for something, it's Winnipeg at Calgary, where the Winnipeg haven't won in Calgary since 2017. They're 7-0. and This is the game of the week. Bo Levi Mitchell versus Zach Caleros. Yeah, my phone's blowing up. Hey, Rod, are you going to the Stamps game? The answer to that is negatory because I've got other plans. But I will be watching, and it's nice that everybody wants us to be at the game and be part of it. Listen, we're not in Saskatchewan anymore, but we will be soon for a while. But there's a lot that this show can do for the CFL outside of Saskatchewan. There's a, it's, it's fun here in Alberta with all the sports that's going on.
And they've got Canada's Game of the Week, Saturday Stampeders Bomber. I don't even think it's an argument, Darren. I'll be interested to see how the poll uh, shakes down. Yeah, I don't think it's close. I mean, that that's by far and away is the Game of the Week. And, you know, the last one was so good. And, and Calgary thinks they maybe uh, missed out on an opportunity. Maybe Winnipeg got away with one. But here's a chance to make amends and get them back. And I love when you get a rematch just a couple of weeks later and it's two top teams in the Canadian Football League. Another battle for first place, really, in the West. Uh, it's exciting. Stephen Kleinsasser, viewer, says, Who cares what other people think? I'm sure John has enough money to have Edo Japan three times a day. The man, the man just wants to <laughs> kick a ball. Well, I know Johnny's more of a taco fan. I know that. Uh, and you can really fill up on $2 tacos, which I did on Tuesday. And you're exactly right, Stephen. But that's why I'm still doing what I'm doing and trucking along with our crew here because I don't care what people think either. Because I'm loving what I'm doing, just like John. And Edo, eating Edo Japan and taco time. Mark Zosel is watching in Melford. He says, uh, so what's up with Aaron Rodgers coming to Packers training camp looking like Nicolas Cage from Con Air? How about that? What about it? I mean, look, I know this Mark. He's a good guy. If he showed up looking like Dolly Parton, who cares? It's do what you want to do, bro. Dress how you want to dress. There's clearly no dress code in Green Bay. I don't think there ever has been. I mean, yeah, when I saw Aaron Rodgers walking into the facility, I didn't know who it was immediately. There were other people that I thought that it was, and he did look like Nicolas Cage from Con Air. But we're in a time where... Do you, be you, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, which he's not. So wear whatever you want. Moose, we're only three points in. Sit tight because we got some exciting stuff, more exciting stuff coming up after this break. You're watching the RP Show. We are live on Game Plus Television. We're also streaming on YouTube for those who don't have it. And also you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Live from Calgary. Your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show is on the air. We're at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. And we're brought to you in part by Bronco Plumbing, Heating and Cooling. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. They want to sponsor Rod's Rants, Bronco Plumbing, but I haven't been ranting about anything for quite some time. How can you when you're so happy? I'll find something to get ticked off about, I'm sure. We're jumping around here a little bit. I, I appreciate the viewers' input. I appreciate those that would like to steer the discussion, but that's what we do. It's not viewer takeover time. It's warm-up. As we bring the moose back in, yours and my good friend Jack in Alberta says, when the Stamps win Saturday against the Bombers, they will be the first team in CFL history to reach 400 home wins. So that's something to be watching for. Darren, I often think of you when I hear the term Bombers and just you quoting John Lynch. Sweep the Bombers! Sweep the Bombers! <laughs> All the time. That's what I think. It was like I your know. favorite Lynch clip ever. Sweep the Bombers! Yeah. 
I miss those. Uh, I miss those on Friday mornings. It every- was so great. And so I think about that too. He wants to get on the air, and I'm like, John, it ain't up to me. And just so you know, it's not up to Darren either. Yeah. But I did talk to John Lynch, the Hall of Fame Rough Rider broadcaster. I'll say it again. Last week I called him. I said, John, the Don Cherry of football. I said, how are things there in the Queen City? Ah, everybody's pissed off. It's, uh, it's chaos. It's a mess. Regina's a mess. Thanks for the update, Frenzy. Uh, from Randy the Snowman. Sorry, from the Snowman. He says, hey, y'all, checking in from Indiana. Snowman, stay cool out there in Indiana. You know what happens to snowballs in the summertime. Uh, Back on track. I'm moving my points out of order here. The Los Angeles Kings are doing more than just thanking Dustin Brown for his 18 years with the NHL team. The LA Kings announced Tuesday they will place a statue outside Crypto.com Arena of Dustin Brown joining Kings legends Wayne Gretzky, Luke Robitaille as well as broadcaster Bob Miller as the only Kings to have a statue. Dustin Brown captained the Kings to their only two Stanley Cup championships in 2012 and 2014. Moose, you were there with me at Super Bowl. That's a lot of statues out front of Crypto.com Arena but that's cool. They've earned it. If you got a statue clearly you've earned it. Um, I don't have any thoughts on Dustin Brown getting a statue. Good for him is what I say. It's getting awfully crowded down there. My thinking is, how about Wayne Gretzky having a statue in front of two rinks? <laughs> Anybody else got that? Any other sports legends in front of Rexall Place in Edmonton and uh, Crypto.com in L.A.? Here's my question to the viewers. Who is the sports legend that doesn't have a statue in front of your favorite arena and your team that should like, for instance, Mosaic Stadium in Saskatchewan, Ron Lancaster, George Reed have their statues. It's very appropriate. I believe they're pouring the statue right now for Connor Bedard in front of the Brand Center. If they haven't started yet, they will. Because that was supposed to be done by the end of the week. Who do you feel, Moose, should have a statue in your sporting world that doesn't? Vince Young? Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. If, if, if Vince Young's going to get a statue anytime soon, maybe outside of the the uh, stadium in Texas, but if he doesn't have one already, it's a good good question. It's a really good question. You know, I look at thank you. you. Know, I go to hockey and with the Toronto Maple Leafs. There's, I mean, I could put a lot of statues up, but if he didn't win anything, it's really tough to put a statue up, right? I mean, you got to have a really really yeah. iconic status. My favorite player of all time. It was Matt Sundin with the Leafs. He's in the top 100. He's a top five player in Maple Leafs history. So maybe he could have a statue out front of the building. I don't know. Statues are fun. And I sit here and in my mind, I sit here and think about what a charmed life I've had. Past lives, current life, whatever. I mean, I've been to NHL drafts in just about every city. Like in Boston, they got Bobby Orr flying that infamous goal in 1970 Stanley Cup final, which is inside the arena, as if I recall. Um, I haven't been to Philly. Oh, Clark saying Sundin in Toronto? Clark says Sundin does have a statue in Toronto. Good for him. Well, if they're waiting to put statues up, you know, to win to put statues up, they'll never put any statues up, so they have to. Uh, Rocky Balboa in Philly. I mean, we haven't been to Philly. It's high on our bucket list, right, Moose? I, I would love to do a sports yeah. trip there. Um, Dallas, Tom Landry, 
America's coach is in front of the Cowboys Stadium. Which reminds me, i got to pick it up here. What did you think about the news conference? And we've got Brad Sham coming up, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys, in the next segment. Um, I don't think you saw it, but I read all the the, uh, quotes. Being the Cowboys fan that I am, Jerry Jones met with the media yesterday in Dallas in advance of training camp opening and talked about why he's bringing back Mike McCarthy, their head coach, for year three of a five-year deal. And to paraphrase, he basically said, I got options, but I still decided to bring back Mike McCarthy. And he goes, that's not an insult. It's the truth. It's the way Jerry talked. I think if I knew Jerry, I wouldn't like him at all. At all. But I just find him entertaining. And, uh, and then they talked about winning a Super Bowl. And he's like, I'm going to be 79. i got a birthday coming up. Now, I don't have time to have a bad time. And all the media started laughing. And Jerry was like, I'm not joking. <laughs> and when I read the quote, I'm reading this, Darren, but I can just hear his voice in my head. This reminds yeah. me of a time in Edmonton. Allow me a story here. It reminded me of a time in Edmonton. We were on the road with the Rough Riders. Joe Womack was our strength coach, and we've had him on the show. Remember Joe Womack? He's in Little Rock, Arkansas right now. No, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And he was rooming with Ron Este, our defensive line coach. The old-time CFL fans will love this story. The old swamp dog, Ron Este. I'm coming down the, el- the elevator with Joe Womack, and he is... Hotter than campfire chili, man. He is so mad. And I'm like, what's wrong, Joe? And he had like that deep southern accent. And he goes, you wouldn't believe what Estee did. I come into the room. We only got one bed. He's in his underwear. And he emptied the minibar. And it wasn't the booze. It was all the Smarties and the Kit Kats and the chip. Like just, It looked like a kid's Halloween haul. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just picturing Este in his gotch sprawled out with all these wrappers around him, thinking it's free, thinking it was a gift basket. So I'm sitting there howling, howling in the escal- in the elevator, pounding my knee. And Joe looks at me, it ain't funny. <laughs> just the way he said it. I can't even say it with a straight face. It ain't funny. So... I don't know if I have a point uh, on any of this. As a matter of fact, I don't. I'm going to move on. If unless you have any thoughts, that on was any Jerry of that, Jones. More to get to. Well, it's to the media, right? Yeah, right. Because I, it ain't funny. I wasn't joking. <laughs> it's like Joe Womack. It ain't funny. Uh, hey, that's okay. <clears throat> Let me know a little later if that's cool. Um, Andrew Harris, point three. I think he's the only man to ever win the most outstanding player in the Grey Cup, CFL Championship, plus most outstanding Canadian. He ran for 143 yards on Sunday for the Toronto Argonauts at the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And what's everybody saying? You've seen it. Not everybody. But there's current and former CFL players and those saying, never seen a cheater so celebrated before. It was three years ago, Darren, that he served a two-year suspension for a doping violation, steroid use. And people are still bringing up, going, well, 35, the only way that he could rush for 143 yards is, of course, he's juicing. This guy's a three-time Great Cup champion, most outstanding Canadian in the league, hell of a good guy, and people just won't let it die. My question to you, and this was almost going to be the poll question today, is should Andrew Harris get into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame? He has the resume to do it, but will he be Canada's 
or even Canadian football's version of Roger Clemens, Mark McGuire, at all. Roger Clemens, I hope for his sake it's not because we know him. He's come on this show. He's a great guy. Clearly, people are never going to move on from it. Uh, if I had a vote on that Canadian Football Hall of Fame committee, I would vote to put him in. You think that all the, everybody else in that Hall of Fame's never taken a performance-enhancing drug? Think again. So my question to you is, Darren, should he get in? And uh, will, will people eventually get over this? Yeah, I think he'll get in. I think he should get in. And I think, you know, for the most part, we are over it. I mean, you're, now you're seeing, though, the players come back or you're seeing some talk on social media about it because of the record and, and things that are, that are happening. He's set the you know, all-time uh, leading Canadian running back for rushing yards and passing 10,000. But um, I think he should get in. You know, when you look at Bonds and Clemens and you look at these guys, once it came out, it really became the focus of their careers, and the results didn't really happen after that. Maybe they did, but we don't think about that. We only think about the drugs. Well, with Andrew Harris, you know, it was really bad. There was a lot of controversy. It was negative, but he did his time, and now he's continuing to do his talking on the field. He's under higher scrutiny because of it. So he's clearly not, not on anything. He's just having success now and winning the Grey Cups. And the fact that he's had all this success afterwards, after going through what he did, um, cements his place as a Hall of Famer. Thank you. And I wanted to ask you that because we have a lot of viewers in Winnipeg, as you know. We're over it. And I, certain people will never get over it. So he's going to just have to learn to, uh, to block it out. Moose, I'll let you go. Okay, I'll bring you back here a little later on in hour two. Sounds good. All right, on the hockey discussion before we break, I wanted to mention this. 23 players representing eight members from across Canada have earned the opportunity to wear the Maple Leaf at the 2022 Henlinka Gretzky Cup in Red Deer this July 31st to August 6th. This is the World Under-18 Hockey Championship. It's just up the road in Red Deer, Alberta. Get your tickets today. They're on sale now at HockeyCanada.ca. And, uh, by the way, a sports update on this Wednesday. The Toronto Blue Jays look for their eighth win in a row when they finish off a two-game series with the St. Louis Cardinals tonight at Rogers Center. The Blue Jays thumped the cards 10-3 in Tuesday night's series opener. It was the second time in four games that the Jays hit double digits in runs scored. The Yankees and Mets wrap up a two-game series tonight at New York City Field. The Mets won the opener 6-3 Tuesday night. The Yankees enter the game leading Toronto by 11 and a half games in the American League East standings. And the drug trial of American basketball star Brittany Griner has resumed in a Russian court. Griner was arrested at a Moscow airport in February. She acknowledged in court earlier this month that she had vape canisters containing cannabis oil when she arrived in Russia, but contends they ended up in her luggage inadvertently. This sports update is for Edo Japan. Edo Japan's fast and friendly service, plus online ordering options, is easy and convenient when you're on the go. Check them out today, Edo Japan. We're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, with their voice, Brad Sham, next. You're watching the RP Show live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Calgary's entertainment destination. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 
Another hot, sunny day here in Cowtown. By the way, the RP Show brought to you in part by Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. They specialize in improving your company's performance and bottom line through supply chain management services. Canada's Game of the Week is here Saturday. Calgary Stampeders home to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. That's what we feel. You can vote on that poll over the next 24 hours. All right. NFL training camps are nigh. Our good friend Brad Sham, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys, joins us. And, uh, Mr. Sham, we always appreciate you making time for us. Uh, thanks for sitting through the break. How ready are you to kick this thing off? And I'm talking about training camp here in 2022. Yeah. Can you read this? Can you see it? Ooh. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's how ready I am. Yeah. That's Fahrenheit. But that's how ready I am. That's, you know, that's the only thing that really matters. Uh, you talk about it's... Uh, it's uh, hot in Cowtown, and uh, in Dallas-Fort Worth, it's been ridiculous, so we're thrilled to be out here. I'm going to push back at something uh, that you said uh, before the break. Uh, two things, actually. One, where you said if you, uh, uh, you were pretty sure that if you knew Jerry, you wouldn't like him. And the, the, <laughs> okay. the genius of Jerry is that when you know him, you like him in spite of what you think you want to feel. He is, uh, he's just okay. a very engaging guy. You don't have to agree with a lot of his positions or what he does, but he is a very difficult guy to dislike personally. And the reason that the media chuckled when he said, I don't have time to have a bad time is because we've heard him say that a million times in 33 years. He's been saying that since the day he bought the franchise. That's, that's, and he means it. But he's, that's one of his standard lines, so we'd all heard it before. Well, Brad, hey, I listened to all the games with you. I've read all the books. I am a Cowboys fan, and I did meet Jerry on a tour of the stadium a few years ago, but I don't know him, know him. You know, that, that's what I was getting at. But what was your takeaway on his comments about bringing Mike McCarthy back in year three? I mean, I don't think there was any doubt that they were going to. Uh, you know, how are your thoughts about Coach McCarthy and this team coming off 12 wins last year? The, the thing is, um, he was, Jerry was, um, and, and I think with justification, he was beyond disappointed, uh, angry about the loss in the playoff game and the fact that they didn't make a better showing. Because as he also said yesterday, a couple of times, they really thought they had a team that could do some things uh, last year. And the, the first half of the season, the second half of the season were different, uh, but they, uh, and the second half was not nearly as good, but but they were reasonably healthy, and so he was extremely disappointed. And that's what got all of the coaching talk started. Now McCarthy still got a couple of years on his contract, and uh, Jerry understands that the least productive thing for going forward is to have questions coming every day, which they that that was the first several questions yesterday. Uh, about McCarthy's status. And so Jerry's doing his best to uh, kind of clean up the me the mess that he made himself. Uh, that's not the first time that's happened either. And he, he understands, though, that he's got to do whatever he can to diffuse those questions so that it doesn't get back to the players as a distraction. And uh, McCarthy's a big boy. He knows, he understands the world. Jerry doesn't want to fire him. And he also uh, wants to win, and he wants to do it as quickly as possible. 
And uh, it's not just Sean Payton uh, who's available. Uh, Jerry has become a huge fan of Dan Quinn, his, his defensive coordinator now for the second year in a row. So it, it just doesn't help you win when there are questions about the, 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 the uh, stability of the coaching situation. And it doesn't matter if you're the one who created the instability. And so he's just trying to make that go away as much as he can. Well, I'm interested in your take, Brad, on the Cowboys under McCarthy. The way this playoff game ended last year on the timing issue and certain tactical flubs. You know, 12 wins, but you could have had more. You could have beaten San Francisco in that game. That's a football thing, right? Do you feel that they're learning from these, or do you feel these things will always continue in the McCarthy regime? What's your take on that? Well, I I definitely think that they learn from them, but I think this has been an unusual coaching uh, tenure, if you can call two years a tenure. Uh, The first year was the COVID year. I think there were five new head coaches in the league in 2020, and four of them, including uh, McCarthy and his staff, performed beyond dismally. I didn't think they were prepared to handle the things that the pandemic imposed on them in terms of lack of time and how to meet and how they could – I didn't think they handled that well. And so they, they then went out and put up one of the worst defensive seasons the franchise has ever had, so he had to completely turn over the defensive staff. That's on him. I mean, he's the one who hired those guys. Uh, Last year, defensively, they improved tremendously. And um, offensively, as I said, for the first half of the year, they were really, really good. There were a lot of questions about the quarterback's health coming into the year, then he, because of his leg injury in 20, then he hurt his arm in camp, and then he came out of the chute uh, doing great. And so those questions went away. And then they had one bad game against Denver, and it, it kind of dropped off from there. Now the running back, who was a big part of the uh, operation, was playing with a torn ligament in his knee, so they didn't really have a running game. They had Injuries in the offensive line. They didn't perform great there. The last play of that playoff game that everybody always talks about the last play. And yeah, they did that very poorly. And yes, I know they will learn from that. That's not to me what the game was about. They got shut. They did a heck of a job being in position to get back into it. Had that last play worked, they got shoved around the whole game. And I thought they didn't do a good job uh, in the second half of the season of adjusting to the bumps in the road that they hit, whether it was injuries or suspensions, uh, clearly too many penalties. They led the league. That's on the coaching staff. So, But they won 12 games. And you can't, you can't gloss over that. They won 12 games and they won the division. So those are good things. Those also happen. And you have to take the whole thing and evaluate it against what happens going forward. So is the coaching staff under intense scrutiny this year? Yeah, absolutely. But McCarthy has a track record, and he uh, has a defensive staff and players now that can hold up their end of it. McCarthy's under scrutiny. Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, is under scrutiny. Uh, and they've made some personnel decisions 
that on paper make it look to some of us like they're not as good a team as they were at the end of last year. That's on paper. The administration doesn't agree. They think, in fact, one of the things Jerry said yesterday was we think we're closer to where we want to be as we start training camp than we were at the start of training camp last year. So we'll see. There are going to be a lot of great opportunities for young, untested players, and that's why they play. We got 60 seconds, Brad. I always enjoy USAToday.com's record projection. Uh, This week they came out, USA Today, and said 10 wins for the Cowboys, second place in the division. Um, Who do you think will give them the most trouble in that division, and what, what win total do you think the Cowboys will have this year? Oh, you know, I think that they've, they've got to answer a lot of questions, Rob, that uh, I think Philadelphia has improved the most and closed the gap the most. But their quarterback still has to prove that he can perform at a high level. But I think uh, 10 is a reasonable projection. They're capable of less than that. They're capable of winning 12 again. But they're going to have to be better than I think they are today. Well, that was a great answer and well-timed. Brad. Well, we know you're a pro. Enjoy camp out there. Glad it's cooling off for you. And have a great season, man. Always appreciate our chats. Thank you. Me too. The voice of the Dallas Cowboys, Brad Sham. We'll be right back with a viewer takeover. On the way in hour two, Jock Wilson, the pre- and post-game host of your Calgary Stampeder Football Club on QR77. Lots going on today. Big football day live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino on the Game Plus TV network. We're live across all 10 provinces and 31 states, including Texas, the great state. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is time for Taco Time viewer takeover, and they want you to know they're not tater tots, they're Mexi fries. That date debate came up the other day in the food court at Chinook Center. They're, they're both great. They're both great, but they're not the same. Mexi fries and tater tots. Please eat at your discretion. Use moderation. Uh, it is Wednesday, as mentioned. There are some texts from yesterday. And uh, listen up, Winnipeg. I'm jumping around here. For one, we were talking earlier about which sports great should have a statue outside the stadium and doesn't currently because Dustin Brown's getting his erected in Los Angeles. The Kings announced it yesterday. Larry Dye is watching in Medicine Hat, and he says Bud Grant should have his statue outside of U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota. Winnipeggers, help me. That's coach, that coach statue in front of IG Field is of Bud Grant, is it not? Or is it Cal? Or do you have both? I want to say the one right beside the souvenir store at IG Field in Winnipeg is Cal. But Bud Grant, legendary bomber coach too. The old, now, now there's two coaches in both Halls of Fame, Canadian and Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Marv Levy and Bud Grant. So I'm just reading your comment, Larry. But I'm saying if Bud you know, doesn't have one in Minnesota, maybe he could settle for one in uh, Winnipeg. 
Todd in Red Deer, Alberta, says, Hi, Rod. Yesterday's show was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. I was thinking the odds of being a pro athlete and announcing or covering pro sports must be about the same. Is this correct? Thanks again. Great show. Well, for one, nobody's done the math on the odds of becoming a pro sports announcer. Let's consider this. Does everybody that lace up the skates want to make it to the NHL? Does everybody? I mean, I did. Does everybody who straps on cleats want to play pro football? Do you want to go on to the pros? Uh, We've done the math on this. WHLers, Western Hockey League players, I think it's less than 1%. Of Western Hockey League players will go on to play in the National Hockey League. It's like less than 5% will play pro, period. But there aren't as many many people that want to be a media person, I don't think. (laughs) So I would say the chances are far greater to be in the media and cover pro sports than to play pro sports. Of all those that lace up their skates in Canada that get to the NHL, it would be like point zero 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 one percent So, no, the odds are nowhere the same. But thank you for asking. Thanks for making me think. Most people don't do that. Sean's watching in Vancouver. He's a Ryder fan. He says, Dola Gala all the way Friday. That's the Saskatchewan rookie quarterback. And you got to say his name with an Italian accent. LOL. I'm not good at Italian accents. I've never really tried. But what would it be? Dolagala. That's not bad for a first try. Dolagala. As everybody's neck just snapped at me here uh, playing the lottery terminals and blackjack tables here at Craig Resort and Casino. Dolagala. Does he even say it that way? That seems to be, and we'll bring this next hour. uh, Jock Wilson, I assume, is here. I can't see past these lights. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play in hour one. I can't see past these lights, but Jock Wilson's supposed to be here in hour two uh, from CHQR AM 770 Calgary. And we'll talk about all these things. Sask hasn't named a starting quarterback for Friday night. Now, that's not an ideal thing. Calgary's going to start Bo. Winnipeg's going to start Zach. BC's going to start WestJet, Nathan Rourke. But we don't know who Saskatchewan's going to start. That's not ideal. And I'm saying it should be Dolagala, as is Sean saying the same thing. But it could be Mason Fine. He's so fine, Mason Fine. That's a Beach Boys song. And they're going to be here tomorrow night. 409 is the song. And, uh, or... Cody Fajardo, who has not ruled himself out for the game yet. We'll talk about that, the game of the week, more NFL, NHL, all coming up after this break on Game Plus TV. Stick around. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.